Greetings. You are listening to the podcast of Ignitus Ministries, and this is your host, Pastor Tom Fillinger, speaking. The focus of the podcast today is on the issue of uh, wokeism or Black Lives Matter and the absolute tsunami of people that are abandoning historic orthodoxy and rushing to join this movement. So let me pray with you. Listen carefully to the content. This is far more expansive than I'm able to cover in a single podcast, but it will introduce you to some of the key issues and point you to some very helpful resources to think through this. Father, thank you for these opportunities to address orthodoxy and to remain true to the truth that you have given us in your word. May we do that with grace, dignity, and also persistence, I pray together in Jesus' name. Amen. The Apostle Peter warned us concerning the unrelenting agenda of Satan, the accuser of the brethren. He roams around seeking whom he may devour, that's 1 Peter 5, 8, and he devours by corrupting the truth. He will use any and every means at his disposal to accomplish that objective. There is a battle raging in the evangelical church. Leaders that were once stalwarts of the faith and trusted resources for guidance are now abandoning orthodoxy and joining the tsunami rushing to embrace Black Lives Matter and the social justice movement. It is reported that Paul Tripp has now embraced the woke movement rampant among evangelical churches. The Urban Dictionary defines woke as being aware and knowing what's going on in the community. It also mentions its specific ties to racism and to social injustice. So to use woke accurately in a sentence, one that captures its connotations and nuances, you'd need to reference someone who's thinking for themselves, who sees the ways in which racism, sexism, and classic Uh, classism affect how we live our lives on a daily basis, or alternatively, someone who doesn't. Why does this matter to the church? Being woke positions those who embrace this term squarely in opposition to the gospel once for all delivered to the saints. It opens the door to a host of corrupt concepts that distort special revelation and the historic understanding of redemption. It incorporates the postulates of James Cone, a proponent of liberation theology. 
it opens the door to cultural Marxism. <clears throat> cultural Marxism is an adaptation of classical Marxism, moving it an economic theory to a cultural and social one. Classical Marxism saw class conflict between the bourgeoisie and the proletariat or the haves and the haves-nots. Cultural Marxism views such conflict as between the oppressed and the oppressors, between those with privilege and those without it. The working class has been replaced by minorities. Majority groups are defined as privileged and oppressive. Minority groups are regarded as underprivileged and oppressed. So woke is a common insult thrown around by those who oppose the pursuit of justice as a Christian mandate. When they are upset at the stands that other conservative Christians take on racial issues or sexual abuse issues on political matters, when some refuse to acquiesce to GOP conservative orthodoxy, they resort to dismissive name-calling. I wonder if the proper response to being called woke should be a hearty thank you. What I just shared with you was posted on a blog by a Southern Baptist pastor who claims to be orthodox. This kind of thinking is seriously flawed, and here's the reason. Wokeism is rooted in black liberation theology promoted by James Kahn. Here's a brief statement of what that means. Quote, the black theologian must reject any conception of God which stifles black self-determination by picturing God as a God of all peoples. Either God is identified with the oppressed to the point that their experience becomes God experience, or God is a God of racism. The blackness of God means that God has made the oppressed condition God's own condition. This is the essence of the biblical revelation. By electing Israelite slaves as the people of God, and by becoming the oppressed one in Jesus Christ, the human race is made to understand that God is known where human beings experience humiliation and suffering. Liberation is not an afterthought, but the very essence of divine activity. That's James Kahn in A Black Theology of Liberation, pages 63 and 64. The gospel liberates from condemnation, from the penalty and consequences of sin, not mere oppression. To embrace Black Lives Matter as an organization and liberation theology is to abandon the gospel. 
Paul warned about this in Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 to 9, and let me quote that for you. Paul said, I am astonished, speaking to the Galatian church, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you in the grace of Christ and turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another gospel, but there are some who are confusing you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should proclaim to you a gospel contrary to what we proclaim to you, let that one be accursed. As we have said before, so now I repeat, if anyone proclaims to you a gospel contrary to what you received, let that one be accursed. So here are a couple resources that I encourage you to go to, and it will be <clears throat> very helpful in considering this issue of Black Lives Matter as an organization, of wokeism as a movement, and it will provide you with some very um, accurate definitions and some history regarding what this movement is and where it's taking you. So I suggest that you go to founders.org and on the home page in the very center at the top is a an opportunity to click on Sindoc, C-I-N-E-D-O-C. Watch the video, By What Standard? And then I encourage you to order the book from Founders by the same title. The book and the video provide precise definition of terms and theological constructs as to why cultural Marxism and wokeism is so destructive to the true gospel. Uh, Vody Bauckham writes uh, several chapters in that book, and that is significant because Vody grew up in, in South L.A. with a uh, single mom living amidst the gangs, he says some of my relatives are still in prison to this day, and so he's not speaking from an ivory tower perspective. He actually lived what is taking place in the ghetto and what is is defined as, quote-unquote, an oppressed people. That's not to say that these issues are not real, but it's the true justice of the gospel and not the social gospel message, uh, not social justice as a movement that we need to embrace in addressing this. So I welcome your contact. You can give me a call at 803-413-3509 or send me an email at info at ignitus.net. I will be happy to discuss these issues with you. If you call, you'll get my voicemail, but I promise you I will return the call promptly. So thank you for listening, and thank you for 
serving in these tumultuous times. The lead article in the uh, newsletter that goes out in which you will be able to access this podcast is asking a question, do you have a friend? And so I encourage you <clears throat> to take seriously that question and identify two or three friends that you can count on as we uh, serve in these tumultuous times brought upon by the COVID-19 issue. A man that I've been sharing the gospel with for about a year and a half, I learned uh, just yesterday that he has COVID-19. So I'm praying specifically that the Lord will open his eyes to the great truths of the gospel. So thank you for listening. God bless as you serve, and I look forward to hearing from you as we grapple with this issue of wokeism, cultural Marxism, and Black Lives Matter as a movement. God bless. Bye-bye.